It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans at the lovely Collins Hotel on St. Charles Avenue. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. In the next 60 minutes, you'll get to meet just six of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans. And you'll get to hear some live music as well. At the end of the show, you might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music. There's only five people. Oh, shit, really? In the next 60 minutes, you'll get to meet just five of the many thousands where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music. But you probably know that already, so let's get right on with doing nothing. Well, maybe I was counting myself. Did you ever think about that for a minute, Andrew? I did not. Thank you. Anyway, um, let's get right on with doing nothing but enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together. My special guest sitting around the table here at the Collins Hotel, uh, Craig, uh, tell me how to pronounce it. Giesecke. Giesecke. I couldn't Uh, remember that. Just very Craig. Just Just Craig. Craig. Forget the Giesecke idea. Okay, I'll just read what it says here. That's fine. Craig is a chef at Rouse's supermarket, but nothing in his background would give you a clue as to why. Craig has been a news <laughs> reporter for AP, a journalist and broadcaster for 30 years before moving to New Orleans. Okay, this is the best sentence I've probably ever read. And starting a smoked cheese business. What? Really? Yes. yes. Okay. In two- I smoke cheese. I smoke cheese. Okay. In 2007, <laughs> Craig and his wife opened a Janita's restaurant on Magazine Street, Uptown. Which they closed down about a year ago. Craig writes a regular column about food for the online magazine Uptown Messenger. Yes. Craig, that is the best intro I think I've ever re- Thank you for having wrote that. I wrote very it myself. Nice. Thank very you nice. very much. You can leave now. And <laughs> around here on the other side of the table, Peggy Sweeney McDonald is an expat and Rouge native who lives in Los Angeles. Peggy is both president of Superstar Events LA, where she produces unique red carpet, non profit, and corporate events, and the author of a very New Orleans book, Meanwhile, back at Cafe Du Monde, a collection of stories about food. By notable New Orleanians, including Chef Leah Chase, musician Jeremy Davenport, Chef Matt Murphy, and DJ Davis Rogan, and more. How did DJ Davis Rogan get invited to a swank thing like that? For over 25 years, Peggy has been an actress in film, theater, and commercials, and was most recently associate producer of the acclaimed play addressing human trafficking, Innocent Flesh. At the Zephyr Theatre in Hollywood, California. Wow. Sweet. This is like, you went off Broadway. Man, really going off Broadway with the show. This is like Superstar Day here. <laughs> Leo DeJesus and Andrew Jarman collectively are known as members of a New Zealand band called Vox and the Hound. Did you just call us a New Zealand band? We're not a New Zealand Did I say New Zealand? That's okay. I mean, that sounds... It says New Orleans right here. Did I really... <laughs> Let's go What sort of day it. am I having <laughs> here? This is the yeah. worst day ever. Okay. <laughs> Leo is the singer and guitar player, and Andrew is the singer and bass player in Vox and the Hound. Last time you guys were on the show... You're recording an album. That album is called Courage, and it's just out right now. Fox and the Hound are on the road playing it live and promoting it across the country. You can click on the link on our site and see if they're coming to the place near you. If you've never heard Vox and the Hound, stick around. You're in for a very pleasant surprise. And this is a very surprising type album to come out of a band in New Orleans, not New Zealand. One of the, <laughs> one of the ID tags I found in the, looking for this says Spaghetti Western. Absolutely. This music uh... is super cool. Yeah, we, we, we definitely got most of the influence from this stuff from the scores of the Spaghetti Western film. It's a really, really great album, so stick around. We get to hear some of it live and some of it recorded. And our Happy Hour Troubadour is here. Hey! The fabulous Andrew Duhon back from Wandering the Earth has come back to join us. Have you got a song to play for us today, Andrew? I can I'm, play you a tune. I'm breaking my neck trying to turn around to see you on top of everything else. So Andrew, uh, as you know, is our happy hour troubadour who wanders in and out of the show whenever he feels like it. And it apparently felt like it today. Yeah. I heard there was free gin again. More free gin. And on piano, the fabulous, charming, talented, and always attractive in his own way, Mitch Foreman. Hot Mitch. <laughs> what happened to the piano? Did you just stop playing? I just ended. Yeah. Hey, Mitch. Fabulous, good-looking, talented. Oh, Okay. I wondered what happened. How are you, Mitch? It's been a long time since we've done a show together due to the, you know, I think it's the fault of the Indians or something with that Thanksgiving thing. I guess, it, I guess so. Was the Indians Too responsible soon. for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I think or, they were irresponsible. Or was it the Pilgrims that were responsible for that? I'm from New Zealand, so I don't know anything. Who's to bless and who's to blame? Uh, it's a joint, joint Craig, who is it? Really? I don't really know. We, it's no. a food related. Well, we're, it's the Christians, whatever. Blame the Christians, Christians did it. Mm-hmm. Blame it on Jesus. The cheese smokers. Christians and the cheese smokers. The cheese Blame smokers. it on that Jesus. dirty, dirty cheese smoker. <laughs> now we actually have got a cheese smoker here. You know, so before you make any jokes about also turkey. How about a life size smoked cheese made? A Jesus made out of smoked cheese. That's I can Andrew do that. Duhon, yes. Yeah. Yes. Smoked Jesus, as it were. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You got it. Now you. You got it. Thank very you. good. What a uh, friend okay, we have funny. in Jesus. But Andrew, that's a, yeah, you've done mm. enough for a day. That's, that's very good. Thank you. Are, you a, are you a writer? Do you write songs in the band? Uh, both of us are. You both write? He writes a lot more than I do. But that was a funny line. You could use that. I will, actually. Okay. Smoked 
Jesus. So, um, Craig. Yes. What gave you the idea to move to New Orleans and open a smoked cheese business? I had I'm sure everybody asks you that, right? <laughs> I had started this business on the side back in about 2000. What I were you doing? You were a writer up to I was working for the Associated Press in Florida mm-hmm. and started smoking this cheese in my backyard <laughs> on a barbecue trailer, and it was an accident, and uh, I thought, uh, well... Uh, okay, okay, okay. Who wants to ask the first question? Just based I on just want to know, would, um, would Swiss cheese be considered ultralight because of all the holes... <laughs> It actually <laughs> is one of the greasiest cheeses you could ever hope to smoke. Really? What yeah. about Gouda? I hope no That's Swiss cheeses are listening. I've had smoked Gouda before. That's like standard, right? Our biggest seller was a smoked Havarti. Mm. I love Havarti. It's very good. I applaud. Uh, yeah, but come on. Let's just go back a step here. Okay. So far, we've got, <laughs> so far we've got the word Florida trailer and smoking cheese. Right. Yes. Okay. So let's just take one of those at a time. What part of Florida are we in here? North Florida. So it was, it was a meth lab first. <laughs> <laughs> Practically. No, it was... Um, North Florida, what does that mean? Where is it? Tallahassee. Tallahassee, Florida. About a half an hour south of a Georgia line. Now, where's your accent from? Because you've got a very southern accent. I was raised in Texas. Oh, you're from Texas. Houston. I hate to admit Dallas. that. No. Austin. But is your accent no. from raised Texas? Raised in Dallas. Dallas. Right. Is that a, is that a Dallas I accent, Peggy? I lived in Peggy? Houston. You're... I lived in Houston for seven years. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I know. Well, <laughs> we had Papacitas. Oh, well, that's right. true. We have those in Dallas. Mexican, yeah. yeah, I think it came to Dallas after it opened in right. Houston. Uh, no, what I kind of, you have this sort of charming Southern Bell accent. Where is that from? I'm originally from Baton Rouge. Well, I was born in Alabama, but was raised in Baton Rouge. But I've been gone from Baton Rouge for like 30 years or Congrats. a little more. What part <laughs> of Alabama? Well done. <laughs> I was born in Birmingham, but my parents were from New Orleans, and I was raised in Baton Rouge, and then I graduated from LSU, went to Houston, went to New York, went to New Orleans here for six years, and I've been in L.A. for 15, so don't try to figure out how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> We've just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure we can all do math. <laughs> yeah, we, just, we all just figured but it say, out. Say the magic words. A gentleman never Beautiful. Asked. I don't look that old. No, right? you look <laughs> fabulous. I can't believe you're really 73. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you look terrific, Peggy. I know, Peggy. I know. Yeah, really. Okay, so back to the trailer. You lived in a trailer in Tallahassee. No, no. I Did had you say a barbecue the word, trailer. A barbecue trailer. And I'm so sorry. so I started I, to smoke this cheese and handing it out Okay, why would you start to smoke cheese? I've always liked smoked cheese. Okay. You know, smoke Gouda, smoke mm. things you get from yeah. Hickory Farm right. while you're growing up. So and think, why like not that? smoke my own cheese? Who here has not thought that, right? Right. At some point, why not smoke my own cheese? Why Andrew <laughs> Duhon. Yep. Me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Leo. Put I've, never, I've never been smoke it. I've never possessed my own cheese though. So, well, you've gone to the store and bought a block of cheese. Haven't no, you? you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've never been to the store and bought I got, a block of cheese. I got a question though: Is there like a prep process for cheese? Is it going to melt in there if you don't yes, prep it a certain way? I yeah. have accidentally made a lot of fondue. Right. <laughs> yeah. How uh, do you keep it from melting? That's you great. have to watch the temperature very carefully, and so I is have it cold uh, smoke. It is cold smoked. I can't believe it. Uh, About 140, 150 degrees. Thank you for asking that. What does cold smoke mean? Uh, 140, 150 degrees, something where. uh, That's still hot. uh, Not if you watch it and keep it in just like 30 minutes. And uh, it depends on the cheese as well. Havarti's a soft cheese. It's going to melt in a big hurry. Uh, we did Asiago, which is a very hard cheese. Which uh, What about brie? That would not happen, right? Uh, brie wouldn't happen, but blue cheese smokes very well. Mm. It's ugly as hell when you get it done. Right. It's hard to package, but it Sorry, tastes absolutely start. beautiful. I, I have a question. What's the most beautiful Amber. cheese? The most beautiful cheese? Yes. And I want to know what the most beautiful cheese is. Uh, from a smoked cheese expert. Beautiful in what way? I mean, you said there's an ugly cheese, so I want to know what the most beautiful cheese mm-hmm. is. I would say probably the Havarti. Okay. Okay. It's a it gets a cheese. nice little golden tone what's, to it. What's that cheese that's a little bit more foolproof on the grill? Like It's the grillable okay, cheese. Okay, you've you know grilled cheese about? too, then, have you? Halloumi. Halloumi, I've, I've yeah. done that. That stuff's fun. <laughs> It's from Love Crete. That stuff. Yeah, you yeah. can grill it. Okay, that's great it's stuff. Very good stuff. Andrew, Only recently have I been turned on to this stuff. It's so great. Andrew Duhon, you've been grilling your own cheese. I'm a bit of a smoking it. Or yeah, it. I like to cook a little a bit. Yeah, foodie's the word. Well, yeah. what about that jalapeno? What is the pepper jack cheese? We smoked uh, the pepper jack, and we also smoked a habanero cheese, mm. which mm. sold very well at um, <laughs> Langenstein's uptown. Mm. What about aged gouda? 
This is an insane conversation. We're going to go through <laughs> every type of cheese in the world until we've exhausted all of them. Oh, my God. Age, so we get to American. You have a couple of foodies here, exactly. Graham. Okay. What about, what about Kraft Singles? <laughs> <laughs> a very quick process. <laughs> okay, so you smoke it. You use different types of smoke, I suppose. No. We always used oak because it's a very gentle flavor. Uh-huh. What but about pecan? Pecan would now add every a little type of, much. Now every type of wood. Go. Pecan, mesquite, Maple. cherry, your fruit woods and things Walnut. like that. Oak. Are a little the strong. Smoke is all Elm. you taste. Pine. Mm. <laughs> oh, Redwood. <yeah>. Poplar tree. <laughs> Good tree to two by four. So, no. Uh, <laughs> you smoke it? Yellow, yellow wood. Yellow wood. Yellow wood. Okay. Yellow wood. We've got to why. Yellow brick? Now. Yellow brick. So, okay, Craig, what gave you the idea? That's what I'm interested in. What made you think one day? Was it pot smoking or what? I was trying to get a brisket uh, going on the trailer. Okay. okay, and the wood wouldn't fire. And so I went inside to get a beer mm-hmm. and saw a block of cheddar cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a block of cheddar in the refrigerator. And uh, so what I did is decided, hey, I've always liked smoked cheese. So I threw this on the back of the smoker, right? Yes. And it turned out very, very well. And I started smoking all the cheese I could get my hands on, all the different types. And... Um, after about a month of handing this out to friends across the holidays, this was late in the year, right? Did you wrap it in a little red yeah. cellophane to make it cute? I got a call from the Florida Restaurant Association that says, we, Cease and desist. We want, <laughs> we, we have a member who wants to buy your cheese. And I thought, well, you can't buy it because it's not commercially produced in a safe right. environment or anything like that. And so I decided. Were you wearing like anything on your hair at the time? Oh, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Like a hairnet? Uh, well, no. But a, a beanie, cap, a base, baseball cap, mm. usual okay. baseball. So cap. you took some precautions. Let's of, get all right. Did so you wash your hands before you prepared the cheese? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so sorry, I won't ask any more stupid questions. So the Florida Restaurant Association called you. Why wouldn't the, just the restaurant itself call you and say, "Hey, dude"? One what of about? the restaurants had heard I'd been smoking this cheese and they wanted to use it. They can't make their own phone calls, restaurant, so they have to call the food. They didn't station. know who it was. Ah, see. And so I decided I'd smoke this stuff. Why did you have a trailer anyway? Why did why didn't you just have a barbecue on your backyard? Like because it's fun. But you take it around places. You tow it around. No, no. Casey loses the house. (laughs) 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 You can always live in your your barbecue. Yeah. And so, so the the restaurant called yes is um, I investigated the cost of building my own commercial smoking operation, and and it was much less than I thought. And so in. Space of a year, I was selling this cheese from Jacksonville, Florida to Houston. Wow. That's a success story. Yeah, good question, Peggy. How did you market it? On on the weekends, um, I would have to go to New Orleans or I would have to go down to St. Augustine or Cedar Key or wherever it happened to be, Mobile, and uh, sell this stuff and do all the demos and things like that. And we'd uh, produce it during the week. What and sort of car were you driving then? I had a pickup truck at the mm-hmm. time. And so we would load the truck full, and we'd drive here. I do you have here. a cooler or anything? How do you keep the cheese? Uh, I had a couple of electric coolers, and I had a big igloo cooler. So that's a pretty big operation now. You're getting sort of serious. Yeah. And you're still yeah. right. You're a journalist at this point. Yeah. You're writing for the AP. What are you writing about? Cheese running. Being the broadcast <laughs> editor, I could... I wrote about everything, sports, politics. What do you mean the broadcast editor? You're working in radio? Every radio and TV station has a wire machine, and that's where they get a lot of their news. I was in charge of all of the news on those wire machines in the state of Florida. That's a pretty big job. And I also did some food and travel writing on the side for the AP because I had a sailboat, and so I was... Jeez, you're living large here. You're like a Bruce Wayne of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's pretty so that's interesting. That's how I got okay. it started. So, you were, so you're the guy, when you work on a radio station, you have, you know, basically out in the hallway somewhere, there's a machine that spits out this right. news that comes out all the time. And right. you were the guy who spat the news in the other end before. I was the guy to bless or blame, right? Bless or blame, okay. And that's so, a pretty impressive uh, sort of a job. You're actually the person who decides, you're the gatekeeper deciding what's going to go, what's going to be reported. Basically. Exactly, right. And so I did that mm. until 04 when... Um, my first wife and I split, and I had a choice. Uh, I could stay with the AP or I could go full-time with uh, the cheese. So I decided to move to New Orleans in '04. That really totally makes sense. You got divorced. 
I had a cheese. And you decided on cheese instead of your. Did you decide between cheese and your wife? Uh, (laughs) Well, did she say it's either the cheese or me? Uh, No, I um, wound up with the sailboat and this cheese business. And And what uh, did she get? She got uh, the house on the the Mercedes. Uh, She got the crackers. (laughs) (laughs) She got the house. She got uh, the beach place. God Almighty, you had a beach place? (laughs) Yeah. Who are you? I would have <laughs> married you by now. You've you got worked for the AP and you right. had a house on the beach. Well, and a boat. my wife had her own career that was very successful. What right. did she do? She Bank do? robbing. She was uh, a stripper. She oh, was oh, no. Peggy, why would you Damn, jump to that Peggy, conclusion? God, that is so damn. sexist. Man, that is. She just would because love that he's comment. handsome. Um, we get along very well. We really blow. do. No uh, pun intended. And, um, uh, I'm going to get along well with you too if you still got the beach house on the boat. No, I don't. She does. And the stripper ex-girlfriend. No, I had to get rid of those. That's not funny. <laughs> okay, so what was, her, what was her career that she did? That was uh, well, let's see. She, was, she started out in a radio newsroom just like I did. Mm. Uh, but um, uh, she wound up being the chief spokesperson for the Democratic um, Party in Florida. Jesus, and uh, she was a uh, spokesperson for uh, Florida tourism wow. for a while. She wrote some speeches for Bill Clinton. Uh, so, so did she, she write the famous line? I did not have sexual. <laughs> <laughs> no, she had nothing to do with that. But um, she had her own career. So between the two of us, so we did okay. No kidding! Wow, you were like a power couple. <laughs> we were. What went so wrong? Why did you split up? Uh, well, I left. Really? Right. Jesus. Christ. You chose the cheese. No, che- uh, Jesus. Jesus Christ! Thank you. <laughs> That's wow. pretty cheesy. Wow. What okay. a friend we have. What uh, a friend we have in Jesus. Have right? you have you heard all these before? <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, I have. Mm, I'm sorry. This is really old. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> well, we'll come up with something new. Okay, listen, let's just move along one step at a time here. Boys from Vox and the Hound, one mm. of New Zealand's greatest bands, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I want you guys to hear some music from Vox and the Hound. Andrew Duhon, are you familiar with these guys? Yeah, yeah. How I've do you, never heard of them. Peggy, wait until you Peggy. hear this. <laughs> You're going to just lie about it? Yeah, you live it. Yeah. What are you, like 12? <laughs> I, oh. I am 12 years old. Have you ever seen Peggy's book? Uh, no. Okay, here's your chance yeah, to get your own bed. It's on my nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> so I want, I want you to play something because I want everyone to hear this. We're going to try and get a, pack a bit of music into the show today. Right. I want to hear some this and I want to play a recorded song off the record as well. Oh, you do? Okay. And, and I want Andrew to play as well and Mitch is going to play. So we're going to pack a, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about still. So we haven't even got onto the book, Peggy. Uh, yeah, and I'm the only girl here. You're so the only girl you here. You have to give me some time. Okay. There's plenty of time. We've got miles to go. We need to talk more food, right? So, uh, yeah, let's talk exactly. Food. Oh yeah. And bars. Get back to food. Okay. Well, while you're looking, Andrew, what have you lost in the bag? He's looking for an egg. Sh- Speaking of food, he's so looking for an egg shaker. Man, nice <laughs> jam egg shaker. Sport, okay. Man. So tell us Solid a little bit about the record sport. because you've been Solid making this for a couple of years now. Uh, well, yeah. Technically, I mean, we've been writing it for a couple of years. We recorded it back in February, so we've been working on this release for exactly nine months now, and um, we are happy with the uh, results we've gotten from both the record and the promotion of it. So, uh, I don't know. We're hoping it'll be a success. It deserves we to be. like it. It deserves to be a success. It's an extraordinarily great album. Have you heard it, Andrew? I have not heard the record, no. It's shockingly mm. good. Well, it's releasing tomorrow. So. Well, right. today. Or well, now. When's or yesterday. When is the CD release? <laughs> the CD release is actually, as you're listening to this, it's released. Because I mean the party. Like, when's the show? Oh. It's tonight. It's, yeah, November 30th. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Which Sweet. So tomorrow. we're recording this on the 29th, are we? Is Where's that today? Today's the 29th. Okay. Gotcha. So if you're hearing this on Friday, that, which is possible, you can hear this the day after. In fact, tonight you'll be able to hear it. So awesome. Tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday the 30th of November, the party is at? House of Blues Parish Room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Doors are at 9. First man starts at 10. Is it free? It is not. It's $10 <laughs> a ticket. Okay. No, it's, it's not free. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's cheap. Free. It's cheap for the House of Blues. Oh, that's cheap. Oh, yeah, that is cheap. Gotta love it. Okay, so what do you want? My first show was here in New Orleans. Really? House of Blues. What were you doing? A book show? Tap dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, back at Cafe Ah. Dumont. It was a live show before it was a book. And soon to be a musical. Were there, oh, yeah, yeah. And, were there uh, any strippers? TV show and a movie and a documentary. And strippers. Wow. Okay, let's get on to that. <laughs> no, my and wife was not show. there. <laughs> let's come back and talk about uh, Meanwhile Back at Cafe Du Monde. But first of all, Courage is the name of the album. Courage is the name of the album. Um, for no particular reason, no. Uh, yeah, why did you call that? I noticed Well, that as we said before, it uh, derived a lot of influence from uh, the Spaghetti Western films. And if you've watched any Spaghetti Western film, you've, you've almost watched them all. And it's always about this guy who comes in and finds the courage to do what's necessary, even though it's not necessarily his mm. deal to deal with. But all the nobody time. talks. But nobody talks. It's all just... 
It's all in the eye. Implied we thought, courage. We thought about calling it, um, but nobody would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> what song yes. are you going to play? On? We're going to play a song called Fake It. Uh, Andrew wrote this one, and it's uh, kind of turned into our little uh, acoustic jam when everybody, whenever someone asks for that. Jam. jam. Okay. And toast. My saving grace, she has this face My eyes have yet to see My heart will go, I know my eyes will snow Once again, I'll be swept off my feet And maybe, maybe I think to myself my heart isn't ready yet. See my last saving grace She ran out of this place With her hands swinging over her head Oh no Can you tell me what is best for me? Said I couldn't tell you, son. You must be crazy or something. I've been dead since the first century. Nice. We're going to oh, stop now great. because of the uh, guitar. What happened to the guitar? I don't know. That was one of the great lyrics we're, of all time, Mr. Duhon, wasn't it? You I dug it. Yeah, that was great. That was very funny. Who are your influences? <laughs> I see, I hear a lot of Guy Clark. I hear some Billy Joe Shaver. I hear some Steve Fromholtz in there. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard of any of those guys. <laughs> I have no idea Steve who you're Fromholtz, talking about. Steve he, he wasn't he in Mad Magazine? No. It, oh, that was uh, it, you want to keep going? You want to finish it? Uh, or is it really bad? It's what kind happened? of bluegrassy, right? Bluegrass. Being a Texas uh, boy, kinda, right? I would know these things. Would you call uh, that bluegrass? I think, I think you got to hear them plugged in. You know, you would think different influences mm-hmm. if you heard them plugged in. Very possible. This is super cool. remind you of This is super cool because this is the first time that I get to hear you guys not plugged in. This is fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. It would be slightly more fun if... Uh, if the, the guitar, guitar was tuned, tuned. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, to for any listeners, uh, this is one of the shittiest guitars <laughs> I've ever had the pleasure to play. What is it, just in case anyone wants to buy one um, like that? I believe it's, it's $150. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a shitto scraster. It's a, it's a Delore? I don't know. Why, did you, sure why do you still own it? Then? Why did you bring it today? It's the it's, only one I have. Yeah. Peggy, you are a critic. Oh, look, I got it. Okay, cool. Okay. Where are we coming from? Where were we? Uh, I couldn't tell you, son. Yeah. Sure. Right. Said I couldn't tell you, son. You must be crazy or something. I've been dead since the first century.
I go to Jesus? I said, Jesus, can you tell me what? Can you tell me what is best for me? Can you tell me what is best for me? Can you tell me what is best for me? Can you tell me what is best for me? Delightful. That's nice, goodness. Love it. That is amazing. How long have you been singing together? Uh, Two Two years. years. Will you be appearing in Austin? Yes. Uh, Yeah. Actually, soon. We're playing. Uh, we're playing in Austin at the Castle on on December seventh. This will go over particularly well in Austin. We've had good. We have. We've had uh, good times in Austin. Texas, in general, seems to like us. I couldn't imagine a city in America or anywhere in the world that wouldn't like that. Frankly, oh. tell oh. you the truth. Oh. That's just good music. That's you awesome. are Isn't the cutest thing. That's oh, like smoke Tavardi. I'm cuter than smoke Tavardi. Isn't that right, Andrew? I, I agree. I think it's there's awful. nothing more undeniably universally accepted than great harmonies and you guys got that going mm-hmm. on thank you yeah it's beautiful and we'll listen to something off the record as well this show is going to be about four hours long by the time awesome. we get through all the <laughs> subjects we have to get to the, uh, the, the album is called even if you've had enough right now and you're leaving us the album is called courage and it's available wherever good downloads are sold i suppose is it absolutely spotify itunes mm-hmm. our website Do you get paid if we listen to it on spotify uh I, nope. i've heard a recent I've heard a recent thing. We actually do get paid. Uh, Sweet. It takes update <laughs> twenty it, years. It takes about no, no, no. It takes six million listens <laughs> to equal one album. Almost sale. there. Almost <laughs> there. Oh my god. Baby so, steps. Okay, so I know. Wow. Are you? Is that a joke or is that? Ba- is that? That hard? is absolutely true. Okay, so why, I don't know the exact number. Okay, so why wouldn't you just listen to it yourself? Six, six million, million times. times. I mean, who's how? Got, who's got the time? Who's you, for one record sale. Who's got no, the time for? For one, but this, that's what's the yeah. For six million listens, you get like eight dollars. Uh, ten, I believe. Yeah, ten bucks for six million listens. Six million. Who negotiated listens. that for the musicians? Uh, clearly not anybody on our side. No. Wait, You're six getting, million, you get six bucks. You get ten bucks for six million listens. That's almost impossible to believe. It is. I find it very difficult to believe. But I wonder if you, if a, see, if a listen, it's basically radio. I mean, does what a do listen, you get paid for radio? Yeah, what do you get paid for a spin on not radio? Much. Not that much either. Yeah. Mm. Or a book sales. Book sales. <laughs> well, book sales. What do you get when you sell a book? It's more than that. Thank I have sure. no I idea. Think, I I I'm so green to this Pity, book thank business. thank you for bringing up the book. Because <laughs> what do you get when you sell six million books? Ten dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And people wonder why I left journalism. <laughs> Is that why? You had the boat and the house by the beach and the successful good-looking wife. Was she good-looking as well? Yes, yes. Yes, God I can't it. understand what went so wrong. In fact, wrong. she is better looking now than she was the day I married her. Since she that's left you. Shame. She looks better because she's not standing next to you, that's why, right? <laughs> she's over there and I'm over here. Wow, what a strange story. Anyway, Peggy, let's get on to you, shall we? Let's yes, get on to this please. book. It's yeah, the always book is, about me, It's Grant. all about you. The book is called Meanwhile Back at Café du Monde. It's a big coffee dot, table. Dot, dot, dot. Don't dot, 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 I'm sorry. Meanwhile it's Back at Café du Monde. Why don't you say the word ellipsis instead of dot, dot, dot? Because I like the dot, dot, dot. Do you actually say dot, dot, dot? Yeah, I do, actually. Do you? Do you use other punctuation? Meanwhile Back at Café du Monde. Meanwhile Back at Café du Monde. stories about food. So it was, you know, I was an actress turned event producer, and when the business... The economy crashed. I was back for Thanksgiving. Which in 1929? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, Three years oh, ago. Oh, oh you know, they're bad. They're bad. Okay, good. That's Grant cool. has I learned about older. history, yeah. at least. <laughs> well, you know, actually, it's been hitting the Amazon food and wine history. Call, Wait, calls. I just want to know what, which, which uh, crash are you talking about? Three years ago. Oh, there. Okay. You know, when things, business, all the ago. corporate meeting events went away. Uh, yes. And I was home crying to my mother that I didn't know what I was going to do with my out. life. And um, my girlfriend came down. She was doing a movie in Shreveport. And she came down to Baton Rouge and stood in my mom's kitchen and told me the coconut pie and a bottle of wine story in here, in this book. And I said, tell my mom, tell my cousin, tell my niece. And I said, this is like the vagina monologues, but food stories. And so I created my own event, and, and I couldn't rent a I'm theater. I'm just going to leave that alone right, right now. I was waiting for the first <laughs> just person to leave a comment, but nobody had. That comment is just a... a <laughs> my only comment was wordless. A, a large, slow-moving target. You all got really quiet. Yeah, it's interesting, especially me being the only female here. Well, so I... The only vagina at the table. That's right. right. So, you know, I decided to create my own event. <laughs> and since it was about food, I thought I'd do it at restaurants because you got to eat and drink. So I found restaurants that So what is the, the event? Was the event so people the event, talking about you come. Food. It's like a reality dinner theater is what I call it. I'd invite eight to ten people to be headliners and share a five to seven minute life story about food. I'd have an MC. First show here in New Orleans. It started in, um, 
in Baton Rouge, outside of Baton Rouge, Ooh. the Myrtles Plantation. <laughs> and then I did Sorry. one. Is that's um, in St. Francis. And though? then I yes, Is and I did haunted? one in Baton Rouge. I think so, but my mm. girlfriend owns it, and she said, you know, you could do it here. We could do a cocktail party on the patio, and we could clear out the antiques and do it inside for 60 people. So that was the first show. And then the first New Orleans show was at House of Blues. And the first New Orleans show had Miss Leah Chase, Jeremy Davenport, Matt Murphy, Davis Rogan, Jean Vadrine. So people get up and they tell a story about, is it what kind of a story? Well, first you come up and the MC would bring you up and he, um, we introduce everybody. If you were a food, what would you be and why? If you were a food, what would you be and why? I would be, I say I would be uh, gourmet chocolate. I come in a gold box it's shiny with the ribbon on top sometimes i'm sweet sometimes i'm bitter sometimes nutty or a tasty combination but always a treat i feel like you have that wow memorized. yeah I you've do. got i've done it a lot I've been, bu- I've been on the book i've been on the book tour i've told that story one of the great bullshitters of our time <laughs> ladies and gentlemen do you ever change it up and say something else like uh, i'd like to be a rotten fish or something like no banana. i don't because you know banana? i like who said that a, who i said like banana? being a gourmet chocolate what would you be grant what would i be if i was a food I don't know. That's a good question. Probably um, smoked blue cheese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Delicious, Leo. but ugly it's as hell. I noticed, that, I noticed that your name is De Jesus as well, and the song's about Jesus. I uh, wrote it. He no. wrote it. Yeah, but there was not, that was just well, It's actually, about, uh, it's, about about, it's about Jesus. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> that's right. I've been dead since the first Y'all just don't got to leave Jesus. this alone, are you? Is there a cheese story in the book? There's 67 stories, it says. 67. So, you know what? Let me tell you. What, this is funny. Jeremy Davenport was in the show, and so he said he would be, when I was gathering all the material for um, the book, he said he wanted to be a Twinkie, um, sweet and nasty. And I said, we can't use Twinkie. I don't want to be sued by hostess. So I made him, so we changed yeah, it to a cream donut, and this week, guess what happened? Twinkie goes no more out of Twinkie, business. So it could have been hostess. Twinkie. But... So anyway, people would come and share these stories, and it, back, I right. say that it snowballed. It They're got back. bigger. Are back. They're back. It got bigger and sweeter. I say the beignet got bigger and sweeter. We did 32 shows from Louisiana, Mississippi, and California, where I live now, and I got a book deal to do so a coffee table book. So this has nothing to do with Cafe Du Monde at all. Actually, so far I haven't no, heard the word. I called Cafe Du Monde and I said I have this idea and the working title. This is my. The meanwhile, back at Cafe Du Monde is my story, and it's all about no matter where I live, no matter what's going on in my life, I always end up back at Cafe Du Monde taking life one beignet at a time. And I say, you know, you know what you're ordering, you know it's open, you know you can afford it, you know it's delicious, and you know you're with good friends and family. And, and for that hour, life is really wonderful. And really, well, you should be working for Cafe Du Monde at this well, point. Well, they Are you? they actually. Um, Gave, they wrote the foreword, Karen Benrood from the family wrote the foreword, and they gave me their history and vintage pictures because it's her 150th anniversary this year, you've got which is green, so perfect. You've got the green and white awning on the top of your yes, book. Yes, in it's beignets. It's got the great big words Café du Monde on here. I mean, it's like an advertisement. In well, the right font. Too. Yeah, it's it even. is in the right font. Well, the thing is, what's been great about, you know, I say it's meta, a metaphor. Well, my husband said that one night. It's really a metaphor. Everybody has a Café du Monde. You probably have your favorite Café du Monde in Tallahassee, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing good in Tallahassee. Whataburger. Whataburger. Well, you yeah. know, Any Whataburger on the highway is my spot. Everybody has a place that right. when they go back to their hometown, they have to go eat there. You know, it's a place. Do you, do you so really think that Cafe du Monde has got the greatest food in New Orleans? That that's the place that you No, but it's you just like you, you, when you go, well, no matter where I live, and I've lived all over, I always Honey. end up back there. It's a culinary yeah. icon. Yeah, you it know. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be a special occasion because it's cheap, but every time you go, it just happens to be because it's... And you're usually you're talking about food. Because you're drunk. Touchstone, basically. <laughs> you're from so Iowa. Yeah, and you can so go at any time, and you like you know you're going to have fun for that. You're going to eat beignets and drink great coffee. And You'll feel listen special. Listen to music, and you're going to have a good time. So that was kind of the premise, but okay. now I am in the book world, and it's bizarre. It's so you've bizarre. never been an author or on a book tour like this before. You've been an actress. No, and, and I put together, I was really naive. I got this book deal, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do this coffee table book. Woo! And then, like, you know, they sent, I signed the contract with Pelican Publishing, and then they sent me this, you know, link saying, here's how you have to submit your material. And I really, I freaked. I thought I was going to throw up when I read it because, like, oh my God. Did you really think you're going to throw up? I really, I panicked. I said, how can I do this? I don't know what the frick I'm doing. I mean, I've never done this. Oh my God. You know, indexing and, oh, there was a list of things. DPI and this big. And I'm like, 
oh my God, what I can't do this. And I freaked. And my husband said, You just take it a day at a time. What does your husband you don't know do? He he's a stockbroker. He's a New Yorker. Oh, he's no fun at all. Yeah, well, I you know, I dragged <laughs> I dragged his butt down here from New York. He came this kicking and screaming. And then he loved New Orleans, and then I decided I needed to move to L.A., and he's like, you're out of your mind. Go by That's yourself. True. And so I was out there for a year. <laughs> and Leave then me. finally he came. Yeah. Finally he moved there. And so we've been there. But I came back and started the show here because I had the idea when I was here. Yes. And then I started it here. So now I'm, where would you start a book tour for a book like this? So this is you at the very beginning of the book tour. Well, it, it, That's why you're it launched it September 21st. So I'm still on the, like I'm going to Natchez and Jackson tomorrow, and I just did the literary words and music, the Faulkner Society. So you Society. haven't been doing this long enough to be asked the same stupid questions all the time. You're no, not sick of it I'm yet. really new. Like, right. I'm really, I'm green. green. Like, I go to other right. writers at this, like, literary Andrew, conference and say, that? teach me, because I don't really know what I'm doing, but, but I'm having a blast. It seems to me that there's something to be said for being a dumbass in a new industry. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> you learn so much, and you see it with a... <laughs> <laughs> a whole new eye, and and a it's a whole new world. The same thing happened to me with going from journalism to the food industry. You just Jesus, and I, now you're a chef. Well, <laughs> right He's on a paper, but turkey's butter. <laughs> but still, you go. I'm still learning so much, so you can't get too full of yourself. Well, and my husband and my mother would probably beg to differ. <laughs> they think you're you've and some got of my friends, you know. I would uh, imagine. I can be a bit, my, my web designer calls me <laughs> Diva Delicious. <laughs> he thinks Diva I'm Delicious. Diva Delicious. Name. That's He's a good like, name for Diva a stripper. Delicious. It's true. Right? Well, Wait, were you guys married? Things don't work out. Is that why you said stripper so quick? Yeah. It all comes hey, together listen. now. Yeah. So Let's anyway, you should be in my show. You're a Cheesemaker. We don't have any big cheese stories. Well, let's there, go to the so. cheesemakers. Is that where the we can change that in the your next, next book? book. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There'll be another edition soon, I'm sure. <laughs> really? You're going to have a second edition? It's well, like I want to do. I'm going to do. I've done a bunch of shows in California, so the next show, uh, the next book would be, I would think, the California monologue. What about a meanwhile back at In and Out Burger? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, what about hey, a protein what, a, style, what about right? an alcohol one? Meanwhile, meanwhile back, back at, at the, Pat O'Brien's. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, you could do one about, you know, everyone's you got drug stories. You meanwhile, back at the gutter. Meanwhile, yeah. Yeah. meanwhile, back at my drug dealers. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, back in the back room. Everyone's got a story about those horror stories about that night they took too many drugs and this happened and that happened and I woke up somewhere. You could Absolutely. do that. I would read that well, book. It'd be know, a great I'd, book. Uh, yeah, I'd totally check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, back I mean, in someone else's library. who I don't know's bathroom. <laughs> There's somebody, yeah. meanwhile, meanwhile, back at But not at too Valentine's long, you know the fees. <laughs> Think of the stories for that. What's that? Meanwhile, back at Mardi Gras. I mean, there's dot, dot, dot. Dot, yeah. dot, 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 ellipsis, 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 or <laughs> also works. That that also works. Period. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to get Mitch Foreman to play a song next, and then we're going to come back and have Andrew Duhon play his new song. Yeah. So we've got a lot to do, and then what do we have to talk about after that? Anything? The book. The book. Oh yeah. <laughs> Our it's sex always lives. about me, Grant. <laughs> sex lives. Oh, that's interesting. You have an interesting sex life, Andrew John? I uh, no. <laughs> well, if this I'm works. sick of hearing about it, so if we're going to talk about that, I'm <laughs> we, leaving. We drove back from Baton Rouge together, and our it's only 90 minutes. 19 minutes? 90. Isn't 90, yes. Yeah. 90 uh, to Baton Rouge? It feels longer when you, someone's minutes. telling you stories about their sex life, I would imagine. I mean, Baton Rouge? Um, no, we played in Baton Rouge last night. Oh, anyway, did you play? where at? Where did we play? Yeah. We played with the varsity. Bye. It was the shittiest showcase, by the way. <laughs> really? But what I was wrong? Near LSU. My yeah, I don't. What was wrong with it? Love LSU. It was. It was something called an. Uh, we did. I didn't know what the showcase was. It was called RLR Showcase. Mm. I don't know what the acronym was standing for. Hmm. Um, what did it end up being? The we were opening, which is fine. I don't care about that. But uh, puppet show. The three bands afterwards were puppets. <laughs> no, <laughs> they were. <laughs> it's crazy. They were. They were screamo bands. I don't know if you know what screamo yeah. is. That was rough. It's what is not, that? It's not like us. Not very much like they us. They scream? They scream a lot. And, and they mow. And they <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. So it was a strange lineup. Yeah. It which was you didn't fit in. In which we did not fit so in. So people thought you were just a waste of time losers. And yeah. They didn't want to hear that which crap. Which they were right, but which we didn't <laughs> want to hear that. <laughs> Absolutely true. How musicians. interesting. Well, that was a bad piece of booking by somebody there at the Varsity. That's our drummer. <laughs> no, okay. that was uh, Austin, I think. Mitch Foreman. Yes, sir. After that kind of an introduction, what are you thinking of playing today? I'm trying to think of something that fits with cheese and ellipses and... Yeah, something to do with punctuation and dairy products. What was that? Dairy products, courage, and punctuation. The courage to make 
uh, punctuated very cur- well. So I do have the courage to play an old song written by Herbie Hancock. It's called Drifting. Okay. With an, apost- with an apostrophe. I, uh, yeah, what is that? It's Ellipsis. An apostrophe. Drifting. Oh, with the G missing, so there's an apostrophe where the G should be. Mm. Exactly. There we are. By Herbie Hancock. By Herbie Hancock. Dot, dot, dot. Drifting. Drifting. Hurrah. Hurrah. Very nice. Now, um, have you ever played that in Herbie Hancock's presence, Mitch? No. I don't think he's, I think it was off his first record back in a, a long time ago. He's probably never played it in his presence. Where is Mitch? <laughs> Mitch is in another yes. world, another, another, another dimension. universe. How many times, Peggy? Another dimension. Everybody wants to know where Mitch is. We haven't got room for a grand piano in this little tiny room here, so we have to shove him next door. Is he in this building? <laughs> Is he in this building? You've only got five more questions. <laughs> I wouldn't blow it on a stupid one like that. Is he in the twilight zone? Start off with is he? Okay. Now, since we met last time, since Andrew was here, last time Andrew Duhon was here, who's our happy hour troubadour, he wandered in and his guitar got broken by, was it Southwest Airlines? Yeah, you got it. Busted. And now I see it's still taped up and now it has someone signed it or something. You're right. I was at a songwriter festival in, uh, on the... A redneck Riviera, you know where that is? Down in Destin. Yeah, think. Yeah. 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 Down by so, where um, Craig's from. What it, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, three or four years into like going to this festival and um, and uh, just like a whole bunch of old people go to this, I'm sorry, older songwriters. Mm. And <laughs> I'm quite sure what you're getting at. Looking uh, at from Nashville, it just that. turns out, it, it turns into this, uh, this like reunion of, of old timers. And uh, I thought it wasn't really for me at first, and then I realized if you just find the oldest sect of songwriters that hang out with each other, and you follow them till about 3 a.m., and you go hang out with them, and they start passing around the guitar, you know, that's, ah, that's when the, the good stuff. And the drugs. <laughs> and the smoked well, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> smoked and, cheese. And the smoked Gouda. Um, that's when it gets good. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I met this guy... Uh, Tobin, Bob Tobin, who uh, I'm telling you, I've never heard a guy sing this way, but I've heard it on recordings like Sunhouse, 
Like yeah, the yeah. way that you can hear his soul bubbling up when he sings. Wow. This wow. guy had that going on. So you let him ride on your guitar? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. And does it come off? Could he I... let me ride on his, too. We were both the first pr- people who... Drunk. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, we were not that drunk. This was the next day. Wow. So he comes up to me, and he's like, man, I heard your tune, and I just I wanted to ask you to write on my, you know, sign my guitar. And okay, I, said, so tell I was going to ask you to do that, too. Wow. Yeah. So That's what, w- what does it make you feel when someone that great tells you you're great? Uh, it's pretty cool. That must be pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to be in for a treat, too. Because you haven't heard, you've never heard Andrew play either, Peggy feel, or Craig, right? I feel like this is a, a pretty um, uh, simple, uh, straightforward song that percussion and any hoops and hollers that may ensue okay. uh, might be kind of cool. Is this a new song that you've been working on? No, it's uh, well, it's, it is a new song, but I uh, I put it on the the record, so it's not it's about a month old. Okay, wow, that's pretty new, I would say. And it's uh, what's it called? It's called Feeling Low Down. Okay. And um, it's about love. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I tend to, I, I tend to write a lot That's of a tough earnest. Audience, yeah. yeah. I tend to write a lot of earnest, heartfelt stuff, but uh, this one is not one of them. This is like about someone else's heartbreak, which when you write it from the third person, the heartbreak doesn't seem nearly as bad. It seems stupid. Either. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> this song's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a stupid song. Yeah. Go buy a BB King record and yeah. shut the hell up. Yeah, that's right. right. So it goes like this. One, two, I'm laughing at you blues, yeah. Yeah, well, that heartache and pain, ain't it a slippery slope? I caught you fashion in a noose down at the end of your road, feeling low down. Babe, well, I can't complain. Got your cup half empty and you waiting on a hurricane, yeah. Turns out that love that he sold you, it was one big lie that could never fit between. His hello and his goodbye left you low down. Sometimes it happens that way, yeah. You got your cup half empty and you waiting on a hurricane. Yeah, sometimes we all get low down, feeling bad and broke down, and Lordy, it's a low down shame. Yeah. And the road just start to go down, leaves you feeling low down, turn around, go back the other way. Me, I heard from Bobby, Bobby heard from Sue, and Sue, she heard from Sarah, said she heard it from you, you was low down. Well, me, well, I can't come. Troubadour. I hear Andrew Jesse Duhon. Winchester. Don't know him. Are you kidding? <laughs> you hear Andrew Duhon, actually. Andrew Duhon. Is, I, this is the greatest show I think we've I knew, ever done. I knew the other three here. guys that you said for them. I knew those guys. Jesse Winchester. Go get some Jesse Winchester mm. and you will find yourself in what he's doing. 
He'll discover you're a copycat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's an old dude now, but... Yeah. Older, older. Maybe you hung yeah. out with him. What was the name of the song again? That one's called Feeling Low Down. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And it's off, it's off Andrew's yet-to-be-named album, which is coming out at the beginning of next year. You know, year. I think I'm going to come up with it today. Dun, Today's dun, dun. the day. Exclusive. Do you want to try, try it out on Exclusive. us? No way, you guys can't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to call it Moorings. Okay. How do you spell that? Right, Graham, our it's, producer. It's kind of like a title track thing, but the song is called The Moorings, but eh, just like... I think the song is called, I mean, the album is called Moorings. And you have a titular track, which I always love yeah. to say. Titular yeah. track. Yeah. Titular track, that's a nice. So that song that is, is that very is a, beautiful. I that's think, never mind. New, it's called Titular. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That song is, uh, is about slipping your moorings, about drifting away. Yeah. The song I love that, you. But you've right. loved me well, but I'm leaving. Right. Sort of. That's a very beautiful Gee, song. how familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got. You've <laughs> been, been there, Craig. Huh? You've lived there. I you've have been, been there. Stripper. Craig, you must really. I got a song. I think you might want to listen to six hundred million times on Spotify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you make eight dollars out of it if well, things work out right. That's that's at least a hundred dollars. So, Craig, you must really hate journalism if you. <laughs> no, I do not. You're a chef at Rouse's. Well, yeah, I'm a All chef at Rouse's. Rouse's could, hate journalism. You could be. You could be sitting at now. You could be sitting around. You know, drinking whiskey, writing journalism or whatever. You know, and I'd be shooting starving. it out. You'd be starving? Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. that you'd, uh, you were a successful journalist. Uh, Sell your I boat. I was. <laughs> I was. You were, right. But it's not anything I could do now. Why? It's The climb is too steep and too fast. I'm 58 years old. It's but you've old. been a success story. I, I have. But so why wouldn't someone, don't people know who you are in the business no, and you're yeah. the guy who they worked do. at AP for 30 years? Why wouldn't they you want to go back They do, but that was eight years ago, and eight years ago is well, forever you, in this business. Well, in what sense? The news doesn't He's seem to have changed. He's recreating himself, Grant, as a cheese man. With the cheese. Thank okay, you very He's got much. the cheese. I recreated okay. myself. He's got the cheese. the cheese. Yeah, but, if, but do, you like, <laughs> do you like cooking at Rouse's? It does for now. But is it nice? It is it a good job? Bills. Is it fun? It's fun. It is. Yeah. Are there attractive yeah. women there? Uh, a few. Yeah. Are you still so single now? Or are you? Uh, no, I have remarried. Um, Kim. Multiple times. Six <laughs> years ago, seven years ago. <laughs> so how long? How long were you single for? In between? I was never really single. Wow. How'd That's you, why you. Left? How'd you pull that? Oh, off? you son of a bitch! Wow. <laughs> That's why you left, isn't it? I'm uh, <laughs> 58 years old now, and I haven't really and been single since I was 24. Oh, that's not, what is that, 68? I dated a girl 66, like you. <laughs> In what sense? Yeah, she baseball sucks. Cat. <laughs> what do you mean? It's the ponytail. So you, you, you met someone else while you were still married, and that's, yes. why, you, that's why you left. Yeah. I'm a low-down, dirty SOB. We I thought it was cheese, you. and it turned out to be another woman. be another woman. Well, that right. was part of it, yeah. <laughs> once, once a cheeser, always a cheeser. Uh, right. Uh, you, can't. you haven't heard that one. <laughs> Tell me you haven't heard that one. <laughs> I am one of them low-down bastards that nobody can. Do you t- have one of those cheese hats that people wear up in? No, I do Green not. Bay? I Minnesota? do not, and yeah. I will never have one of them. Any sons of self-respecting cheese maker like does not have a cheese, cheese hat. No. Once a cheeser, always a cheeser. I think that's the best line of the day, Andrew, so far. Oh, Leo, that was yours. Very good. Sorry. Very good. That's well, why you're a songwriter. What about that's mine? That's funny. What about cheeses? Cheeses was good it's like too. You but forgot about cheeses. No, but how can you forget about cheeses? You don't even remember. It's like. Everything we like got These guys are from New Zealand. They don't know. After all. <laughs> um, so you, do you love working at Rouse's? Yeah. What you're well, it's great. It'll do for now. Are you the guy who makes the food in that little restaurant there uptown on Chapatula Street, in that new little restaurant? I had been at Chapatula, so I'm up on Carrollton now. Yeah. And it's been rebuilt the point. same way uh, that they have it down on Barone downtown. Do they have a little restaurant like thing in yeah, there? Uh, no. So you're cooking no. the stuff. So when I go in there and I'm looking at the stuff in the... And the when you go to a chef case with all the fancy-looking food, the deli. I'm one yeah. of the guys who does all the fancy-looking food. So they keep you in, in the, the back. Chef case. So what's your favorite right. thing? The fan and the fancy food macaroni. You can get in the book. Uh, it would be Cheese probably the um, <laughs> smoked turkey. Probably <laughs> funny you say that. It's uh, the turkey. Finally, somebody said something funny on this show. <laughs> the, <laughs> the turkey roulade. Turkey, turkey roll out. Yeah. You okay. butterfly a turkey breast and then you roll cranberries and dressing in it. Wow. So You're turning it, me on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds so, good. You know, Trader Joe's used to like, have something like that. Trader Joe's. I need to ask you this. 
How do you like living in Southern California? I love Trader Joe's. I My wife Southern is from California. Southern California. Your current wife? Yes. Okay. She's from Southern California. She's from Escondido. Okay. And I, I would love to go back there, or part of me would love to go over there. So could you give me a ride? <laughs> I'll let you know when I go. But I would love to go to that part of the world and see food the same way we see food in New Orleans. There, you don't see food there. Let me tell you. Somebody just asked me on another show, what's your favorite restaurant in L.A.? And I looked at him. I said, my favorite little divey Mexican restaurant, my favorite little diner on the corner. You don't – there's not like – we're going out to dinner. Let's go to Commander's. Let's go to Emerald's. You know, you don't, mm-hmm. let's go to Matt Murphy's to have his sit at his bar and have his great potato soup at Irish House. You don't have that, like, instant, you know, reaction. You just say, eh, what do you want to – I don't know. There, there's some really good restaurants out there, but they're expensive, and you just don't get the quality and the service. I probably shouldn't be saying this since I live out there, but there's not – Something that I'm jonesing for, you know. It's not, I'm not a day to day thing the way no, it is. No, you know, we and when I'm back in LA, my husband and I just eat in a lot because I'm going to come here and eat for three months. <laughs> you know, so I mean, there's really, no, there's no decent restaurants out there. there is there's, what you're they're saying. Okay, but they're not it's something not like that you like. I mean, here you have so many choices. Like last night, I was at Three Muses listening to Davis Rogan mm. and his band, and the small plates at that restaurant. I was like, this is amazing and reasonable and delicious. And it's very every hard time to go you out go New somewhere, and it's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's delicious, and you're like, oh my god, I just had the best meal. You don't have that in LA. You really don't have that. Too many skinny people. Yeah, they don't eat. <coughs> I yeah, see opportunity. So Craig, do you think you could go out there and yes. open a restaurant? Is so that what you're I have no clue. I what have you, no clue. I don't know it well enough. What's your plan next to do here after you get out of Rouse's? We have a friend who is looking for Weed. another location here in town and he wants us to run his kitchen. The issue is where will the location be? Can, let me ask you another question. Do you have bifocals that go like longitudinally or something? I broke these glasses about a year ago, and I haven't had insurance to replace them. How can and you look through that? doesn't pay that well. I don't see it this up close Sell to your oh, boat. Wow. It's a strange-looking <laughs> thing. If you're looking at your glasses, boat. you can oh, see yeah. there's got a crack yeah. right down sure the middle. Enough. Yes, I have a vertical like crack down my right lens. Yeah. I, Folks, I if do, you can imagine this, he's got a crack on the. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a vertical crack. <laughs> right. Okay, thanks for picking up. Um, so you're going to run someone else's kitchen if the location's right? Yes. Meaning if there's parking yes. or something. We have a menu that has done very well. It's been reviewed well in the Gambit oh, and in a few other places. Okay. Um, and we would like to do that again and expand on it, but it's just a question of finding the right opportunity. So that's the food that you sold at Janita's when you Janita's. Uh, that was like a, what sort of food? Would you, how do you describe it? Upscale bar food. Very upscale bar food. We do a lot of duck. We do a lot of lamb. Um, I, like, I like upscale bar food. It's, yeah, it's, it takes what you're comfortable with and makes it actually very, very good. We had run the kitchen at the Avenue Pub for a couple of years. Mm. And then they we have moved. delicious curly fries. Well. Upscale. We were Upscale curly fries. I'm sorry. You can charge people out the rear end. Yin yang. Can you? If, they've had, if they've had a couple of yes. crack, if you will. Bar food, if it's good enough and if it matches the quality of any decent restaurant in town. Let's take a quick listen. To one of the songs off Courage, because I did okay. promise everybody we would hear something. Yes, please. And then we have to really get out of here in a moment. So, um, which song would you think typifies uh, the album, like, says something about the album? I would say definitely the opening track, uh, Madeline Kahn. It's got the most sort of, uh, one of the, you know, more stronger on the, on the Spaghetti Western style. And, you know, we opened the record with it for a reason, so. Chris, we got that ready to go? <laughs>
what the wedding brought to me. Madeline Kahn. Off the album Courage. Yes. yes. The band is Vox and the Hound, V O X and the Hound, Hound yes. from Hound. New Orleans. <laughs> not New Zealand. And not New Zealand. The record's out now. Wherever you're listening to this, whatever day you're listening to this, the That's record is available. True. And uh, click on the link on our site and see if the band is coming to a site near you. I've got to say that I'm Craig, honored to be here. Y'all have a lot of talent here. You really do. Oh, you absolutely you. That was a great right track. Really dug that, guys. That was really great. Thank you Jeez. so much for joining us, you guys. That album is fantastic. It really Thank is. Thank you so much, Greg. It hasn't been a waste of time at all, like you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, like our parents were thinking. Like your parents were thinking. <laughs> no, it really is awesome. Congratulations on a really, really great record. Thank you so much. Uh, we wish you all the best for it, and we hope to see you back here again soon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yes. Always a pleasure. Leo DeJesus and Andrew Jarman joined us today on Happy Hour from Vox and the Hound. Peggy Sweeney McDonald, the author of Meanwhile, back at Cafe Du Monde. Dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. Don't coffee forget table it. book. Great Christmas gift for foodie people. It is, and it's available everywhere books are sold yeah, on Amazon.com. Amazon. Barnes and Noble, and, and also Noble. all the local, you know, Garden District, Octavia, Maple right. Street. And if you listen to this outside New Orleans, you can get it on the usual internet spots. Yeah, you go get, on Amazon and go You get on more Barnes than 0.01 cent for that, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> and Craig, you can also check out the Meanwhile back six at CafeDumonde.com Oh, Meanwhile, back at CafeDumonde.com. We have a link to that on our site And not well. my tweet is tweet, tweet, tweet. What is it? <laughs> it's at back Cafe Dumont. At back Cafe Dumont. Got it. Okay. Craig Geiseke, did I get it right? Geiseke. Oh, shit. <laughs> Come on, Grant. Oh, so close God that time, damn it, too. Grant. Craig Geiseke, thank Just you so Craig. much for joining us. Just, Just Craig. Craig. Just Craig. Just okay. Craig. Thank you for joining us, Craig. I thank look you forward very to seeing where you go next after Russell's. And do, do, we st- do you still have... I hope it happens soon. So do I. Well, we'll mention it here for sure. Do you still have the boat? No. Oh, I do okay. not, because he sold it. <laughs> Thank you for taking my advice and selling your boat. I sold it because I needed the money. Exactly. 
And our happy hour troubadour, Andrew Duhon. Thank you so much for coming back. Good to be back. See us. I'll be back next time. Okay, come on back anytime. And uh, we've heard the name of the new album. Perhaps. That's exciting. We'll see. <laughs> Titular. We'll, see, Titular, if it, we'll yeah. see if it holds up. Our show is produced today by Melinda Hawes, Graham DePonte, Trish Kaufman, and Danush Karun with assistance. Oh, no, we didn't have any assistance from anyone today. That was from last week. Our associate <laughs> producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. Our link to the real world and web designer is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Mitch Foreman is currently playing the song that he wrote. We call it our theme. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for approximately an hour, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. Our show is recorded live at the fabulous Columns Hotel, a great place to come and have a drink or stay if you're coming to New Orleans. On our website, it's neworleans.com. You can check out our other shows, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic. True to the game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson. And win-win our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community. Please keep up with us, would you? By liking It's New Orleans on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter. And you can sign up for our mailing list at our website, itsneworleans.com. If you happen to be listening to this on iTunes, thanks for subscribing. And take a minute to rate and review us. It will help other people find us. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Mitch Foreman on piano and everyone sitting around the table here. And back at our office, I'm Grant Morris. Thank you for joining us on Happy Hour. We'll see you next time. 